We're so sorry, mister. We didn't mean to hurt anyone with our alien trap. Will he be okay? I, I don't know. Hold, hold on. Just... Doc, what's your gut? Any attempt to remove Higsby from this crudely constructed quantum trap will surely obliterate him. But the device is about to explode, and if we don't get Higsby out of there in seconds, he'll be destroyed. Either way, Higsby will die! Ugh. IQ, was it? Yes, sir. Yeah, IQ, uh, doesn't look good. In the year 2008, in a secret underground lab beneath the Large Hadron Collider, Dr. Oppenheimer Valdini was experimenting with a way to weaponize the so-called Hadron Effect and create the most destructive force ever known to mankind. A freak accident caused the Hadron weapon to misfire, tearing a rift in the fabric of space-time, remaking our world in the parallel timelines of the multiverse into an infinite succession of horrors. Mike Wilkinson, IT guy by day and indie filmmaker by night, was snatched from his world and thrust into a terrifying dimension of madness and pseudoscience. Now, Oppenheimer and Mike roam the multiverse, chronicling the end of all that is, desperately trying to find a way to heal the rift and restore order to the timelines, the only way they know how, by hosting a podcast. Hadron Gospel Hour! Written by Richard Wentworth and Michael McQuilkin! Starring Richard Wentworth, Michael McQuilkin, Lisa McQuilkin, Michael Atkinson, and Kevin Harrington. Introducing Gugar Zuzar and the Investikids. And now, the hour has arrived. Hadron! Ah, hello, Ashley. Michael? Good afternoon, Dr. Oppenheimer. Just a sec, Doc. I'm watching this. Sorry, what? Shh. It's Gugar Zuzar. Uh, Gugar who? Shh. My name is Gugar Zuzar. Ah. In 1983, I became host to a celestial intelligence from the distant planet Agratopia. An intergalactic traveler, a prophet of pure light who infused his space intelligence with mine. Of course, our Earth bodies are incapable of reproducing the intricate phonemes of the Agritopian tongue. So he adopted the Earth name, Samuel Jigglybottoms. In this videotape, Samuel Jigglybottoms will speak through me and reveal to you the secret, hidden secrets of the hidden secret cosmos and for the future of mankind. Jeez, this guy's a crackpot. Yeah, and the writing, that doesn't even make sense. Pretty incoherent, even for a meatbag. No offense. None taken, Ashley. Meat bags. The bad writing is the point. This guy's hilarious. And now, I call upon the intergalactic brain mind of Samuel Jigglybottoms. Home. Oh, it's okay when he does it. Brain mind? Are you kidding me? Right? Shh! I am Samuel Jigglybottoms. I have traveled so far. Here are some secrets about the cosmos. In your Earth year 1990, we will have flying cars. Cancer will be renamed Dennis. Sounds reasonable. Oh, you too, Ash. Your Earth situation comedy will die and will be replaced by a live video feed of a kitten bravely attempting to fight his way out of a cardboard box. Chillingly accurate, actually. In the Earth year 2000, your brains will be outside of your body and you will store your luncheon meats or fresh vegetables in the cavity, depending upon your dietary requirements. 
Well, aren't you guys gonna chime in on that no, one? No, no way! I wouldn't want to. There, there didn't seem to be any reason to. In the year 2008, there will be a universal shift in consciousness as the human race makes its first baby steps towards joining its celestial star siblings. Oh, gee whiz, what a bunch of new age hooey. Star siblings, Rabbi, it's the whole damn thing. Can you imagine? <laughs> While I agree with you, Cyrus, I don't think you're in a position to cast aspersions. Oh, thanks, Doc. But I'm breathing just fine. Thank the cosmic mother. Fond memories of when I was the only one in here, back when I started this videotape, which I'm still trying to watch. <coughs> well, uh, me and Ashley. Michael, you know I've given up critiquing your strange, vaguely hip viewing habits, but why this? Does this Guga Zuba fall into your much ballyhooed so bad it's good category? I mean, the hallmarks are all there. Children's science fair project set design, the camera obviously set up on a coffee table, a heap of dirty laundry in the frame. He didn't even bother to turn off the timestamp. I'm going to ignore your intentional mispronunciation, but, well, yeah, sure, it's all those things. But it's more than that. This guy actually seems to believe the stuff. It's, it's earnest, you know? Oh, earnest? Like John Mayer? No, Bigsby, not like John Mayer. This displeases me. Big John Mayer fan. Bobby Tillingsby! You're beautiful! You're beautiful, it's true! That's not... Pleased again. John Mayer, so good. Well, anyhow, uh, the big reason I'm watching this is because, well, in the timeline I come from, Gugar Zuzar is a recluse. Nobody's seen him since he put these tapes out back in the 80s. Small wonder. So I happened to cross a flyer for a UFO convention while I was out collecting E-frags on the Earth of 603X last week, and... Sorry, Michael. E-frags? Esmeralda fragments. Christ. Come on, Doc. There's still a lot of fragments out there. I just saved us four syllables. That's each time we say it. Multiply that by... How many E-frags are left, Ashley? Calculating E-frags. You too, Ashley? Yes, it's catchy. Calculating complete... There are 2.3 trillion E-frags remaining. Still? <sighs> anyway, so multiply 4 by 2.3 trillion, and that's, well, um, that's a lot of syllables I just saved us. Way to go, Mark! I still like your idea for calling DVDs David. One less syllable. Well, specialized language is one of the sure signs of a cult, but we'll table this discussion for now. I've got an M coffee waiting for me in the break room and a full afternoon of actual science ahead of me. Oh. Are you working on the podcast, Doctor? No, Higsby. As a matter of fact, I'm working on a very special experiment. Oh, yeah? That's a bummer. I was hoping you'd come out to the UFO con and meet Gugar Zuzar with me. And cavort with a motley assemblage of moon-drunk shut-ins, lunatic conspiracy theorists, and tinfoil haberdashers? Well, I'm sorry, Michael, but I would rather subject myself to an afternoon with Cyrus. Uh, no offense, Cyrus. None taken, Doc. Even I can't handle the Psyman sometimes. Anyway, I'm going to meet the man and have him sign my VHS tape. And maybe get a new I Want to Believe poster for my room. Uh, the current one's seen a lot of wear. Uh, well, as long as you're getting memorabilia, Michael. Uh, will you keep a lookout for any Baywatch night swag that you might come across? I know of at least one logo crew jacket out there. I'll, I'll reimburse you, of course. Sure, Doc. You know, I'm surprised they haven't considered bringing it back. The public must surely be primed and ready for a return to smartly written 90s paranormal sci-fi procedurals. Uh, well, minus the Sam and Diane-style romantic storyline. And with more standalones. That's what I've been saying. Let's hope the showrunners are listening. I don't know, guys. I'm more of a buffy guy myself. Okay, well, I guess I'll see you guys later. I will accompany you, Mike. Yeah? That's great, Higsby. Oh, yes, Mike. I am excited to observe moon drunk shut-ins. Well, don't get your hopes up too high, Higsby. It's more like cosplayers and TV personalities now. Ooh, any hope of an appearance by Mitch? 
I really doubt it. Cosplay. Pleases. I too will cosplay, Mike. Yeah? Hmm. That might make it easier for you to hang out in public, actually. Good call, Higsby. Alright then, to, to Earth 603X. <clears throat> I thought maybe you would all join in. Mm, no. Not uh. I don't know, guys. I got a bad feeling about this. What? Oh, just seemed like the kind of thing someone should say. You know, just to say. I mean, there was a law and a... Good afternoon, Conventioneers. The truth is out there. Please be advised that today's VIP meet and greet with Lizard Lovers and Space Brothers writer Norman Modesto has been canceled due to Mr. Modesto's refusal to leave his hotel room until, quote, all the lizard men and women are found and held accountable for their crimes against my heart. End quote. There will be no refund. Have a great day out there. Glad to Barada Nikto. Nice boobo, man. Clash of the Titans? Hey, thanks. But why? Uh, Von Daniken. Oh, nice. Chariots, dude. Watch the skies, brother. Will do. He is a pleasant individual. Is he a lunatic, Mike? What? Uh, I don't know. Hard to tell, Higsby. Clash of the Titans fan, so he can't be all that bad. Nice early review on the cosplay, though. Looks like you made the right pick. So pleased. And I was hoping to get to say the words Von Daniken many more times today, so win-win. Winning. I'm sure you can guess how that makes me feel, Mike. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can, Higsby. <clears throat> now, let's see. Convention program here says we've got a little time before the Gugar Zuzar meet and greet. Let's see if we can't find that poster. And Dr. Oppenheimer's Baywatch Nights memorabilia. Right. Jeez, that's quiet. Hey, Ashley, is the talk finished with this experiment yet? Ashley? Sorry, Cyrus. I'm performing routine system maintenance, and I have limited processor function available for in-lab communication. Was there something you needed? Oh, it's nothing, Ashley. Sorry to interrupt you. I just got worried that maybe you were... Okay, Cyrus. I'll be here if you need me. Talk to you later. Oh. Okay. Bye, Ashley. Jeez. I wish I had an imaginary space friend to talk to. Hey. Maybe I could make one. All right. Ah, uh, but what about a name? You gotta have a name, imaginary space friend. Let's see. I'll call you... Uh, Ricky! Okay, Ricky it is! Hi, Ricky! My name's Cyrus. So what do you think, Ricky? You like that name? Ricky? 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 Excuse me, sir. I'd like to purchase one of these fine I Want to Believe posters, if you would be so kind. <laughs> X-Files. Oh, and you wouldn't happen to have any Baywatch Nights-related material, would Baywatch you? Baywatch Nights? Oh, man. Mitch, baby. You know, I, I just read they're coming back with a new... It's for a friend. Oh, oh okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, oh, we have this uh, really sporty baseball cap. Uh, images Mitch's face. From the second season. Perfect. How much? Well, the regular version of this cap's been going for around uh, 45, 60 bucks in good condition, but this here is a VG++ foil embossed variant edition with a hologram, so... Uh, it's a buck. A buck? Ah, they made millions of them. I'll take it. Let me tell you, friend. 
A man who gets a cap like this will go absolutely wild. Take my word, whoever gives it to him will win him over for life. Weird, but okay. So in conclusion, while the abductees think they're so great with their getting to ride on the spaceship and getting probed, we contactees have received the far greater gift of intellect to intellect, thought transmission, and psychic unification with a consciousness greater than our own. <coughs> the abductees' dimes to thrills don't hold a candle to that. Attaboy, In the end, what I want you to take away from this seminar is this. The evolution of the human race is here. The time for radical transformation is now. So remember, detoxify with an organic macrobiotic diet rich in nuts, conserve bodily fluids, and await further instructions from our Agrotopian brothers. Thank you. Who are your heroes? Oh, wow. really? Woohoo! Encore! Hey, thank you, Seeker. You were terrific, Mr. Please, call me Gugar Zuzar. Well, Mr. Gugar Zuzar, that was... No, mister. Ha! <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, your presentation really made me think. That's very kind of you to say, Seeker. Uh, say, would you mind uh, signing this VHS tape and maybe taking a photo together? I don't want to bother you, but... Oh, hey, no bother at all. That'd be fine. Tell you what, Seeker. I gotta find a place to sit down and eat my macrobiotic dinner. Walk with me. Sure. God, this isn't right. None of it's right. Damn! Everything okay, Doc? Anything I can help with? You know, back when I was a young man, I worked at a commune, and I was really good Thank at you, it. but no, Cyrus. Since Michael deserted me to go meet this cut-rated Damsky, I've got only one pair of hands on this, and well, I'm afraid you'd be no help there. Note, this is very specialized work, and I need complete concentration. And no interruptions! If I'm going to... Sorry, Doc. I'll just... Yes, excellent. So, Seeker. You and your electronic owl seek the truth about the impending agrotopian evolutionary moment. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, if I'm being honest, I was pretty skeptical of your whole spiel. I mean, I've been watching your VHS tape for years, and... I've always thought it was ridiculous. But back there, hearing you talk... The truth of the ring! Doesn't it, Seeker? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Well, let me tell you. Not everyone is ready to tune into the new reality. There's too much close-mindedness in the world. You got that right. You're a good guy, Seeker. I can tell you're picking up what I'm laying down. Aren't you, Seeker? Yeah. I totally am. Hey, listen! What if I told you that you could help me usher in the new age of human enlightenment? Really? I'd say that'd be great. Fantastic! But you'd have to leave your old life, friends, family, and belongings behind and take a vow of macrobiotic purity. Are you willing to do that, Seeker? Boy, am I! Excuse me, Mike. You and Mr. Zuzar undertaking an impromptu, humorous improvisation? Not now, Higsby. Can't you see? This is an amazing opportunity to be part of human evolutionary history. Don't ruin this for me! But Mike, this man seems to be very psychologically imbalanced, and your eager acquiescence to his implausible plan is quite alarming. Listen, Higsby, I'm fine, okay? Quit worrying. Zika! Look what I found in the trash! A disposable razor! 
Ooh, I think it was only used once. We'll shave our heads together and sell it order! Now that is what I am talking about. This displeases me. I'd better return to the lab and warn the others about Mike's questionable decision. Something appears to be inhibiting my ability to teleport. Perhaps I can get a comlink transmission to Ashley. Ashley, come in, it's Higsby. Higsby, what is it? Is everything okay? Well, Ashley, Mike seems to have fallen under the control of this Ugar Zuzar person. Perhaps something to do with augmented sonic powers, and I believe that Mike's judgment is impaired. Requesting backup. I'm sorry, Higsby. I'm not getting your Ashley? A Ashley, Mike is in trouble, and I can't seem to teleport. Please send help to... Am I coming in, Ashley? How about now? What about now? And now? How about now? Oh, darn it. Very displeased. I will try to find another location with better reception. Whee! Hide your eyes, Bobby! Whoa! Whoa. Hey! Not cool. Well, Investikids, whoever stops by our booth today to look at our experimental alien trap is going to see that old Melvin ingenuity in action. This is a proud day, gang. That's if this thing even works, Thank you. How's this stupid little box supposed to catch an alien? Everyone knows that aliens are from higher dimensional planes. To quote the great Whitley Dreamer. Can it, Dewey D? IQ knows what he's doing. If he says this thing will catch aliens, it'll catch aliens. And if there's one place that aliens can be found, it's at a UFO convention. Thanks, High Score. Well, Investikids, let's hope we paid enough attention in physics class. Ready to take it out of standby mode, Cosmos? Ready, IQ. Here goes. Looking good, IQ. Oh, wait a minute. Oh my, that's an odd feeling. It appears I'm being pulled towards those teenage science hobbyists in their crude metal box. Investikids, look, it's an owl. That's no owl. He's heading right for the trap. Oh no, can't fight the pole. Losing quantum powers. What's the readout say, Cosmos? He's in there all right, IQ, but... What's wrong? Well, if these energy measurements are right, this thing is in danger of exploding at any moment. I told you, this stupid bot. Thanks, Commander Funk. I really appreciate it. No problem, me, AI Mega. Happy to go make sure my honorary first mate, Mike, and that groovy particle man are shipshape. I'll check in when I corral him, Ashley. Uh-huh, Commander Fung. Is that you, Cyrus? What's your sit rep, good buddy? A little lonely, Commander. Hey, think you could maybe stop by That's great, my Tavaris. And now it's time to set the old Deus Ex Machina on a course for World 603X. See you funky bunker babies in a flash. Fuck out! Okay, bye, Commander. Hey, Ashley. Have you seen my imaginary space friend Ricky in there? Ashley? And that's why humans don't have tails. Because the Agritopians intervened. Ha! Wow, I used to think Von Daniken was a nut job, but this makes too much sense. Right? And have you ever thought about the feeling of deja vu? That's the Agritopians warning us about the illusion of existence. There is no now, Seeker. And soon, you and I will be able to experience the fullness of eternity. Forever! <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. Ahoy, Mike. Is Exidor here giving you any trouble? Well, no, Funk. And, and FYI, there is no more Mike. Call me Seeker. Hmm. Well, okay. Uh, 
Seeker. And this guy is Gugar Zuzar, the most important prophet of our lifetime. Remember, there's no such thing as lifetime, Seeker. Right. <laughs> Sorry. So much to learn. Listen, pal. I don't know what kind of juju you're slinging on poor Mike here, but I think you'll find that Commander Funk's mind is a bit more- a Commander! Surely you've yearned for an answer to the greatest questions of all. Why are we here? What is our purpose? And is this all there is? Well, uh, well uh, sure. Uh, I, I guess. And is it really that much of a stretch to imagine that a highly advanced race from beyond the stars, the Agrotopians, have given us the key to unlock all of those mysteries? Well, no. I, I mean that... That actually uh, make, makes a lot of sense. And isn't it nice to know that the Agatopians have promised us an eternity of enlightened existence if we only open ourselves to their divine frequency? Well, heck yeah! Outstanding! Right? I told you, Funk, this guy is the real deal. You really did, Mike. So what can I do to help? Well, we can start by combing the coppers for discarded paper clips and staples. We're making fake beers, gentlemen! All right, let's do this! Sounds like a plan, man. No communication from Mike, Higsby, or Commander Funk, Dr. Oppenheimer. I'm starting to get worried. <sighs> Worry? What a horrible trait to program into an AI. Concern for the meatbags and miscellaneous entities I share space with? It saved your sorry ass on more than one occasion if my memory banks serve. Duly noted, Ashley. That's right, duly noted. So? So what? So, are you going to go? But Ashley, I'm almost finished with this project and just- Dr. Oppenheimer! Absolutely not. Suspending life support systems in five, four, Okay, three. okay. Worry and stubbornness. I am his programmer made me, Doctor. Very well. But before I go, would you mind replaying Higsby's distress call again? And let's try running some enhancement filters on it. That's more like it. Enhancing audio. Replaying. Ah, the supply closet. Well done, Funk. It seems there's no door that you can't open. And soon, we will all pass through the final door together. Now, Seeker, please empty the industrial cleaning agents and rat poison into this bucket. Awesome. Okay. So, what are we going to do with this stuff? Well, Funk, Seeker, when I had my first communication with Samuel Jigglybottoms all those years ago, he told me about the day we go beyond. Beyond our bodies. Beyond our minds. And when I met you guys today, I realized that the day has come! Groovy. Nice! Yeah! The Agrotopians have already transformed us, friends. We're impervious to harm. We can't be hurt. And now, we're gonna prove it by drinking this poison and moving through the final doorway. What do you say, guys? I'm in. Yeah, you don't have to ask me twice. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, Seeker. The honor of going first is yours. Okay, wow. <laughs> Here goes. Michael, put that bucket down. Hey, Doc, you gonna drink some poison with us? Yeah, Doc, join us. Fisk and poison, man. Your friends are right, Dr. Oppenheimer. Dr. Oppenheimer. And don't you wanna join us as we prove that our bodies have been born anew on this amazing historic day of days? No, Mr. Zuzar, I do not. Now, Michael, put that bucket down now, and, and put these in your ears. No, no, I won't. And I'm gonna drink from this bucket. Oh, no, you will not. Oh, yes, I will. No, you won't. Give me that. Oh, you spilled it. You're damn right I did. Now put these earplugs in. No. You're being a child. Just, 
Ow! We're evenly matched, Michael. Put the earplugs in! Try and make me, you son of a- Michael, stop struggling! I will when you get off me! Not until I get these... Ah, there! Ouch! Why'd you have to shove them in my ears like that? You could've hurt my eardrums. I oughta... Hey, Doc. What the hell were we just doing? Why are we just fighting? I'll explain in a moment, Michael. But first, Commander Funk, please tell me you'll put these earbuds in without a struggle. So, does this mean that we're not drinking the poison? So, it was a sonic thing. Like his voice was controlling us? Yes, exactly that, Michael. A process not dissimilar to the way that Barry Starr used the latent powers of Cyrus's arm to drain the energies of the audience during Simone's show. When Ashley and I reviewed Higsby's distress call, it was obvious that some kind of sonic hypnosis had occurred, so I used a little shoulder pad material to fashion these earbuds. I have to admit, I wasn't exactly sure they'd work. Well, recycling's always a good thing. My stomach lining thanks you. Eh, it's too bad Guga Zuzar is so messed up. I think we did the right thing, though. Having his mom come and pick him up? I really hope he gets help. Yeah, other than that group suicide attempt, he seems like a real nice guy. Just going through some stuff, I guess. Yep. Oh, hey Doc, almost forgot. I picked this up for you. Happy extremely early slash late birthday. My stars, it's a Baywatch Knights baseball cap. Is this foil? Ooh, look at Mitch. So three-dimensional. The closest I'll probably ever get to being with him in person. Ah, oh, glad you like it, Doc. Well, I don't think it would be a great leap to proclaim right here and now that this is by far the most significant item I've ever owned. Look at him smiling, Michael. It must be extremely rare. How did you manage to track it down? Well, actually, Higsby and I were just... Oh, crap! Higsby! Higsby. Is there a scientist in the building? We've got a situation! I'm a scientist. What's going on? What is this device? Who's in charge here? Um, I'm the, uh, leader, sir. My name's IQ Jones. We're the Investikids. Catchy. Thanks. So, like, an investment group for kids? Oh, <laughs> no, nothing like that, sir. We investigate things. You know, like mysteries and stuff. Ah, okay. Using math and science. Make a great show. You bet it would. Yes, excellent. Now, could you please illuminate us about what exactly has happened here? Oh, right. Well, sir, it's our alien trap. You see, my big brother Dictionary disappeared a few years ago, and, well, we think it was aliens. That's why we built this trap. That is an inordinate amount of backstory for a supporting character. What? Don't listen to him. So, the trap, IQ? Right, the trap. We didn't mean to hurt anyone. That mechanical owl just flew towards us and got sucked right into it. A mechanical owl? Oh, man, yeah, that's definitely Higby. Tell them about the energy levels, IQ. Yeah, the energy levels. Anyway, I built this trap to capture extra-dimensional beings, and it's supposed to compress them into a storable state. But whatever that owl is, it's got more dimensions than the trap can handle. And it looks like it's going to explode. Remarkable. What? Higby captured by some teen hobbyists. Well, everyone gets lucky once in a while. But he does appear to be right about one thing. A quick inspection of this crude array of LEDs suggests that the trap is about to melt down! Jeez! Well, let's get Particle Man out of there and make like a tree! I'm afraid it won't be as easy as that, Commander Funk. Well, getting him out will be relatively easy, I think. A simple release button right here. But you see, if what IQ is describing is correct, the trap has compressed Higsby into something approaching a one-dimensional being. Practically a single point in space-time. Compared with the omnidimensional nature of a Higgs boson particle, this is a radical change. And if we try to restore him too quickly... We're so sorry, mister. We didn't mean to hurt anyone with our alien trap. Will he be okay? I don't know. Hold on. Just... Doc, what you got? Yes, as I was saying, any attempt to remove Higsby from this crudely constructed quantum trap will surely obliterate him. But the device is about to explode. And if we don't get Higsby out of there in seconds, he'll be destroyed. Either way, Higsby will die! Oh,
IQ, was it? Yes. Yeah, IQ. Uh, doesn't look good. Well, not exactly. What? Well, there is a way we can potentially save Higsby, but we're lacking a key component. See, the trick with restoring a down-dimension entity is to use an interstitial state, almost like an airlock, where you can come up slowly. Interstitial? Like a hologram? Exactly, IQ. A hologram? Oh, man. Uh, wait a minute, Doc. What is it, Mike? Oh, no. You are not looking at my hat, Michael. Oh, yes. Your Baywatch Knight's cap. It's the only way. But, but the process would destroy the hologram. Sweet Mitch. Stop looking at Mitch that way, Michael. Doc, you're not seriously having a problem making this decision, are you? Of course not. I, I just I need a moment. Oh, Mitch. So lovingly rendered in 3D. The trap's really starting to shake, sirs. Oh, blast it. Here, take it. Thanks. Okay, high score. Aim for this cap, and when I give the high sign, release the safety on the trap. You got it, IQ. High score is less my nickname than it is a way of life. Ready. Okay, high score. Go. Releasing safety. Take that, Quotile Armada. My kind of guys. It worked. I, I think. But the hat. Oh, it's ruined, Michael. Hi. Dr. Oppenheimer? Higsby? You okay, buddy? I, I think so. Yay! You did it, IQ. We did it, Investikids. And, uh, you too, sirs. Right. We all did it. Hooray. Man, Higsby, I'm so glad you're all right. But the hat... Am I in a hat? Oh, this is quite ow, humorous. What's wrong, Higsby? It is just a bit tight in here. But where was I? I remember being pulled towards those teen investigators and their science project. And then it was like I was in a very small place. And I was neither able to be pleased nor displeased. In retrospect, it was not at all pleasing. Jeez, we're so sorry, Mr. Owl. <sighs> I guess we made just about the lousiest alien trap ever. Well, yes. Yes, you did. But on the other hand, you've got yourself one hell of a precursor warp drive. Really? Whoa! But, yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't get too self-congratulatory. You'd still need to catch another Higgs boson particle to power it. Oh, and it wouldn't hurt to reinforce the shielding by another order of magnitude or two. Gee, did you hear that, guys? Thanks, sirs. And, uh, Higsby? We really are sorry for trapping you. Oh, it's all right, teenage science detectives. Learning is important, as is the need for discovery. I am happy I could play a part in your education. What a guy. Hey, amigos, did I miss the climax? I got mobbed by some autograph hounds back there and... Oh, hey, Doc, that is one righteous Higsby cap. Yes, excellent. Oh, I'm so glad you're all okay. Cyrus and I were pretty worried. You betcha, Ashley. My nose has been itching to beat the band. What do you say, Doc? A little scratch. Yes, excellent. Well, that was definitely one of the stranger convention experiences I've had. But we made it. Thanks to you, Funk. Oh, wait. No, you're right, Mike. I was pretty useless, wasn't I? Weird. I never felt that way before. Objectively unrighteous. But this Higsby cap is amazing, so Funk rejoiceth! Thanks again, Doc. Wear it in good health, Commander. The memory hurts too much to keep it around. Seconded. It would please me greatly if I am never ever again reminded of being compressed into a one-dimensional point in space-time. I'm just glad that the cap allowed you to come back unhurt, Higsby. Thanks, Mike. Although, any laser at surface, such as a DVD or Blu-ray, probably would have sufficed. Let's not... You mean a daily, right, Mike? <clears throat> yeah, we don't need to... Anyway, so, Doc... What was that project you were working on before we pulled you away? Ah, yes! Well, unfortunately, I finished it before having to go rescue you and Commander Funk. At any rate, I'm exceedingly proud of it. Perhaps it would be better if I showed you. To the hallway! Oh, hey, guys! 
at home. Hey, Cyrus. Hey there, Seaman. How's it hanging? Oh, you know. Hello, Cyrus. I was trapped in a very uncomfortable position today, and it made me think of you. As a result of this temporarily analogous experience, my sympathy for your situation has grown. Ah, oh, gee, thanks, Higsby. You're one of the good ones, pal. What a hot ticket. Sir, you don't happen to know what Dr. Oppenheim has been cooking up all day, do ya? I'm afraid I do not, Cyrus. Well, whatever it is, it must be super important. Silence, all of you. Because we couldn't spare a minute for a friend today. Please, Cyrus, I said silence. And now, behold, it comes! A miniature scout walker? You made an ATST? That's exactly what I mean. A topless robo monkey? A synthetic girlfriend? No, 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 none of the above. This is a pair of cybernetic legs for our good friend Cyrus. What? Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa! Crazy. And here I thought you were just being a dick the whole day. Well, to be fair, he was being a dick, Ashley. <clears throat> yes, well, uh, my apologies about that. Cyrus. Uh, Cyrus. But yes, I hope that your increased mobility and a striking improvement in your quality of life will be worth a mere dayful of my degree. I'll say! It's amazing! I mean, a pair of robot legs? For me? That's just crazy! Robot legs? Can you imagine? What will they think of next? Yes, well, I'm just happy that I could be- So, you figured out how to get Cyrus out of the wall then? Blast! Sounds like a no. Well, I- it's just that- well, I was so focused on, and then- Ah, don't worry about it, Doc. It's not that counts anyways, you know. Plus, look at it this way. As long as I'm stuck on a wall, we'll always have quality time together. I mean, everybody has to use the hall, right? Good Lord, Francis, you need to get him out of that wall. What was that, Doc? I said, uh, we'll have a ball. Ah, you're beautiful, Doc. Oh. Just like John Mayer. Nope. Higsby, that's, uh, right. that's not. Yeah, beautiful. You're beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. You're beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Hadron Gospel Hour was produced by Michael McCulkin and Richard Wentworth. With production assistance from Tim Conway, Wendy McLean, Katie Falvey, and Rebecca White. Very special thanks to our good friend Sam Cusick as he departs for the West Coast. Download more episodes at HadronGospelHour.com or find us on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and all the usual suspects. We'll see you next time for an all-new Hadron Gospel Hour.